When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the 12th Man Rising Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Here's your hosts, Lee Vowell and Todd Vandenberg. Staticky because we're recording now. So just Oops. just so so you know and the listeners know. Oops. Yeah. So this is all about how second grade was for me as a child. Anyway, second grade is probably the last time Michigan, Michigan, the Detroit Lions won a playoff game. Uh, and now they've done it twice. Pretty amazing. But that's we're right. talking here about the Seahawks. We're talking- and they have a very good chance to win. And actually, that's that's on the list. So we'll get into that later on. But um, what is this? I'm going to start with something that aggravates me. And it's not it's not necessarily it, a it's specific. Me, isn't it? It's me, isn't it? Because it, it, I'm it is. It's, it's, blind it's, monkeys. Chocolate Manifesto, triple chocolate milk stout, ten percent alcohol by volume. And I, why isn't why isn't it ten percent alcohol by uh, appearance? I would I would prefer that. Appearance. Anyway, yes. What are we talking um, about today? Yeah, uh, you, you asked me what I was uh, drinking before, and I didn't I did. answer you. And it Hi, Ted. The Queen and the Butterfly, which is a from uh, Zool Brewing in Las Vegas, Tennessee. It's a double IPA with uh, something I can't read. Uh, it looks like citria. <laughs> a double That's, IPA, and you're drinking that? Wow. It's strata. It's it's yeah, a little it's, bit fruity though. It's it's uh, it doesn't yeah. look like an IPA. It looks more like a, a stronger palate than I do. It's it's palate, I believe. <laughs> Is it a palate? Um, yes. Next time I return. Next time I return. Yes, I have a return. So next time I return to. Are you returning? Environs. At some point, for a visit, of course. I have to Why? wait because I am in the... For a visit, sir. Uh, well, for Why? one thing, your mom is still there, so... Um, Why? <laughs> Keep saying that. <laughs> saying that the whole show. Why? I, I want to um, go, go in the winter because that's when people complain about the lack of salt trucks. Um, like, Yeah, I, I get that. It's, and then we still have snow on the ground, but um, yeah. it's uh, it should be totally gone away in two days when it's 65 and raining. <laughs> oh um, that's not even a joke. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I know. That's why I laughed, because I knew it was true. Yeah, it's, it's like that's people talking about salt salt trucks, and it's like yeah. <laughs> the same people probably are, are conservatives who are, are exactly. arguing about how mo- money is spent. And I'm like, it's, okay, that seems wise. It never it, snows. Exactly what I posted on one of the Facebook groups regarding Oak Ridge when people were complaining about, I haven't seen a salt truck. And this was literally the day after it snowed seven inches, 10 inches, five inches, wherever, whatever neighborhood they happen to be and whatever block of the neighborhood they have to be in, in Oak Ridge because of all the differences. And, you know, it's just what you said. It's like these are the same people who bitch about property taxes. And it's like, oh, well, I don't have kids in school. So it was like, well, why should I? It was, well, I don't know. Do you want someone intelligent to be your dentist or you just want someone to go in with a pair of, you know, <laughs> vice grips? It's like, come on. It's it's right. like, I only care about myself. Benefit everybody. There is no society. It's only me. 
Yeah, and like you said, it's like they're the ones who bitch about taxes and blah, blah, blah. But yet, because, I don't know, somehow it seems to me that a, a salt truck and a snowplow truck would be socialist. Because it's someone, they're combining their assets to benefit everybody. And when it impacts them, all of a sudden, they want assets to be combined to benefit them. Plus, what if like, I don't want my street cleared of <laughs> snow? Yeah, it's like I pay forever. For salt trek. Always be snow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So. Um, anyway. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Seahawks. 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 We're here to talk uh, Seattle Seahawks, not Wilmington Seahawks, a University of Wilmington. Uh, North Carolina, uh, but the Seahawks are still looking for that. We haven't, we didn't do a show last week because of because of snow. That's kind of weird, but it's like there was just too much stuff going on. But we haven't, we didn't miss much really because uh, the this we'd already talked about Pete Carroll, who no longer has his head coaching job with Seattle, and they did begin the, some Zoom interviews. Mine went well. Um, didn't look like John Schneider at all. Actually, it looked like some policeman. Anyway, but um, I'm sure it was a policeman. But the uh, Zoom interviews, he didn't ask any football questions now I think about it. Hmm. Anyway, Zoom uh, interviews uh, started last week. Uh, Zoom is not getting a plug for this show or anything else. They could have done Skype interviews. That's what we use, right? It's yeah, fine. Yeah. You can video on Skype. Anyway, they did Zoom interviews uh, with uh, uh, probably 10 coaches at least, right, uh, that we know of last yeah. week. And then they... Uh, Tom Palacero of the NFL Network uh, tweeted out that um, <laughs> the, it must have been a, the most confusing tweet ever to people who read it, even though it seemed to make clear sense, um, which was that the Seahawks are, uh, are requesting second interviews by, uh, and he named several people, and he said likely others as well. And right. people seem to either miss miss the first part or the second part of the tweet. Like, oh, you know, it's like, this is it. They, I guess this person's out of the running. It's like, he doesn't say that. He literally says there will be others as well. And then other people are like, yeah. oh, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's just, oh, that's what I was going to say to start the show. The thing that was bugging me, um, which is a football thing, uh, film. It's when people say, or they criticize, how, not just us, but just in general. People are, oh, did you watch the film? Do you even watch film? First of all. Nobody watch it, literally watches film anymore because we don't need film. And secondly, most of the people, 99.9% of the people saying that, they they don't watch – they have no clue as to what they're talking about. They're talking about like no. watching a football game and being like, oh, the guy, that's not that's not film. Film, you can see the entire field. In the football game, we only see a little bit of what's going on. We right. definitely don't see the whole picture. So it just annoys me when people say, oh, do you watch? And again, this isn't even directed specifically at me. It's just in general. Right. Um, I, and I, I can't think of the the writer's name. He used to write for field goals. He's gone on and he does. And he would talk about film. But I mean, you know, he's talking about specific things. He's the about one of the few people I know who actually watches the plays and dissects them and pays very strict attention. I mean, he's. Oh, uh, Sam Gold. Sam, yeah, Samuel Gold. I, yeah. I knew you would know, right? Because the guy's he's brilliant. I think he's brilliant. Yeah. He's he an is. excellent writer. He he does an excellent job. But he's although he's, I haven't seen anything by him in a while. Yeah, so, I haven't either. Which makes me wonder. It's like I hope he's okay. Honestly, because the guy's yeah. an awesome writer. He writes. Ex, I wish I could write like Samuel Gold because he's he's concise. Or Jackson Bevins. He's another field goals guy. 
No. Oh, we're not really no. a competing no. side. I mean, we do the no, same not, thing. No, not Jackson Bevins. Anyway, but yeah. We've like had he, Jackson on the show. Really? Long time. Yeah, yeah. A long time ago. I think we had. Oh, yeah, I know we have. Back before he took a nosedive and I started coming. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I think it was you and I. I think it was even before the. It's been a while. It's been years, years ago. It's cover 32. It was back when cover 32 was cover two. Uh, anyway. That's right. Samuel Gold is, is is a classic example of a guy who actually does study the, quote, film, those quotes. Um, but it's like, yeah, the people who complain, it's like they, sometimes I'm not sure they even know what position people are playing, let alone study film. It's like, come off it, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah just stop with the stuff. Anyway. And, then, and then even if you're watching the film, do you know what you're watching? I mean, yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Oh, that guy made a play. That, who? Everybody can see that. It's like yeah. that doesn't mean you're. Who know? It's so stupid. It just really annoys me. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, Tyree Kill made that play. He's a, he's a player. He's like, yeah, but what did the did the left guard do? What he was supposed to? Did he allow? You know, basically help that. I mean, that's what you're watching when you're watching film. You're not yeah. watching. Oh, Todd's going back to pass. I guess he he throws a delete. It's a complete pass for some. That's not film. It's like everything else that's going on is film. Just so aggravating. Yep. 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 That's our show. Thanks for no. I'm just kidding. So anyway, uh, Seahawks <laughs> are, uh, are in the course of doing in person, supposedly in person uh, interviews uh, this week in search of their new head coach, but they're not doing it with uh, I guess Ben Johnson isn't involved, right? And Mike McDonald because they got games, uh, AFC and NFC Championship games coming up, so they they can't be part of that process. Right. They could next week. Um, and, and I don't think the Seahawks are going to make a, a choice. It'll be next week at the earliest, right? They're not going to be like, oh, I guess we'll go with this guy. Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we've talked about in articles, at least we've talked about people we wouldn't want to be head coach or whatever, like like Frank Smith. No offense to Frank Smith. It's just he doesn't call plays. So why, why would he be the head coach? Um, are right. there any, before we get into our choices of who we think should be, the next head coach. Are there any other ones out there that, that should you think not should not be? Yeah. This is a quick preview of a article that I owe you. Oh, is this and, a and movie? Barbie, uh, no nominations for. Uh, I didn't get nominated for best picture, and and Ro, uh, Margot Robbie didn't get nominated for best actress. I haven't seen the nominations. I thought it was weird when people were complaining that uh, Barbie didn't get not, didn't get any nods in for the BAFTA awards. It's like. It is British. Bathtub awards. That's it weird. Is, yeah, she should get bathtub awards. You know, it's the British Film Academy. Why would, you know, it's like, okay, I can see where things like translate across the pond, as they say. But, you know, they're going to concentrate on British films typically. So don't complain about not being nominated in a British thing. Anyway, as I said, IOU and the five readers who read my articles uh, this article, and I've been stewing over it, and actually I've been busy with Stewie, like, you've been life. stewing over it. Oh, God, I hate that show. Don't mention that. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I uh, two people who are very hot, very hot in the coaching. We talked about Margaret Rowe. Oh, round, round, round table. Yeah, okay. And uh, anyway, so for, for two very different reasons. One, I would love as a coach, but a terrible fit for the Seahawks. That would be Mr. Harbaugh. Where has he not won, right? So, okay, just he'd be a great coach, period. 
Like, if you don't think he could be a good coach, what have you been looking at? You didn't look at the film, did you? Okay, so, but does he fit the Seahawks? No, because why is he no longer with the San Francisco 49ers? Because he wanted control. They did not want him to, to cede control to him. Who's running the Seahawks? It's not the head coach. They just moved away from that. I'm moving my hands around like everyone can see me, which I don't know what's going on. I'm not even Italian, please. Well, and, uh, and just to interject, yeah. John Schneider, when he did his press conference last week, I guess it was. Yeah. <clears throat> a little bit of awkward press conference, I thought. Definitely not Pete Carroll. Um, no. It just doesn't have that personality. But, yeah. I mean, Schneider did make it clear, like, yes, I have full control over exactly. personal decisions. And that's why Harbaugh is the wrong fit. Because Harbaugh, whether he will say it in an interview or not, Harbaugh wants control. And frankly, Harbaugh should have control. But that doesn't fit the Seahawks. So that's he didn't have personnel decisions at uh, Michigan, Todd. He didn't make those. He didn't recruit anybody or anything. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't know anything. He just coached the players that were on his team. That was all uh, uh, Kirk Bavacqua. And and coached the signals. That they uh, and, and here's another thing that bothers me about about Harbaugh that and this is going way off topic, but in his latest contract uh, sti- stipulations, I called myself a butt. In his latest contract stipulations, I won't say demand because it's a stipulation, but it's a demand. Uh, his contract language for Michigan that he wants the university to agree to is no matter what kind of infractions are committed by the program they will not impact his contract so if they're found guilty of i don't know like they turn into the university of florida in the 2000s and there's like 16 murders and 10,000 thefts and everything else like hey coach you're fine we don't care what kind of a horrible program you're like you're the new barry switzer you're bulletproof it's like he wants that in his language that's because in, in, in the contract, was a good like, guy, born again Christian. That you know, that's all the stuff bothersome. To him. <laughs> that's bothersome to me that he wants a get out of jail free card. So in the NFL, it doesn't matter, right? But it bothers me that he wants that in Michigan. Now it could simply be as other writers and talking heads, which are a lot smarter than me, mentioning Samuel Gold again. I don't think he's addressed this at all, but he would, and he would say probably say this. So this would be one of the dumber things he would say because he's brilliant. But it's like to me, it's just language is like I'm forcing them to let me go because they're never going to agree to that. And this gives me an an excuse to say, well, you know what? Like we couldn't just come to terms. Sorry, I got to go to the Chargers, which is probably where he's going to go. So no Harbaugh because he doesn't fit the current environment at the Seahawks. And I, yeah. and I think Schneider should be the guy who has final say. I agree with that. I'm Snoop not saying Dogg, like, the they should change Snoop, it. Snoop Dogg disagrees with you Snoop about Dogg. the Chargers. Now, listen, if Snoop Dogg is running the show, like, okay, Schneider's going to step He said on a, on a podcast this week that, uh, I think it was, what day is this? Anyway, it was this week that uh, Pete Carroll, um, if he could coach anywhere, it would be with the Chargers. He thinks Pete Carroll should be the next head coach of the Chargers. And why not? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Let me go to the other person who should not even be interviewed. We're talking Pete Carroll and the Chargers? I got the wrong podcast today. <laughs> and, and the other person is Bill Belichick, who apparently is like the hot number for the Falcons right now. And, like, and I've written about Bill Belichick a couple times. And it's like, I'm sorry, but, you know. Study the film, blah, blah, blah. Just look at his record without Tom Brady. 
Look at his record without TB12. What has this guy accomplished without Tom Brady under center? He's a mediocre coach at best. He has one freaking winning season. I think that I think he has two winning seasons without Tom Brady. But he's what, like 18 games? I am not looking at it right now, but he's 18, 20 games under 500 without Tom Brady. And and yeah. he keeps and he is still still talked about as oh he's a genius. It's like what has he done without it's that? Just like player? Don Shula, he didn't win anything without Dan Marino. Yeah, except you know he did. And I know you're joking, but it's like yeah. Shula won with Woodstock. He won with a quarterback who was two quarterbacks for Christ's sake. Like <laughs> what? You know what? It's I, I do. Mind-boggling I think... to me that Belichick. Among he, he is a great defensive coach. Exactly. I mean, his, he is. But, but yeah, you're right. He and and they he. I mean, when's the last time they they drafted a good receiver, ever? And 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 he and and like Harbaugh, he has he wants personnel decisions. It's like he's terrible at it. Yeah. You know, he drafts shitty quarterbacks, and then he complains that oh, I don't have a good quarterback, and he plays musical chairs at quarterbacks. It's like, dude, that's on you. It's like if he wants to step down and swallow some ego and be at D.C., well, I still wouldn't want him with the Seahawks because he's a cheating line SOB. But other than that, other than being a waste of human cells, uh, you know, yeah, defensive coach, sure. Head coach, general manager, he's awful. He's awful. And it's mind boggling to me that anyone is looking at this guy. They're looking at. Well, I think they're the only team looking at him. That's the thing. Like, the Falcons want him, but which makes and, sense because look at the Falcons' track record. I mean, overall. Yeah, and I I like their I think their coach are their coach their um their owner Arthur Arthur Blank is actually he seems like a pretty decent person for he what does. he does. He does, um, and, he, and he wants. So I kind of wish him better than people, Belichick. But it's like he doesn't have a clue what a good football person looks like. Yeah, that's, that's what scared problem. me about the Seahawks when they were talking about. Yeah. Pete Carroll saying that football people were. Non-football people were involved in making the decision of not having. I mean, you can say what you want, either whether Carroll need to be the head coach anymore or not. Probably not, just because. Yeah, probably. You know, they were they were not trending upward. Exactly. Um, As much as we love Carroll, they needed to move on. I mean, yeah, that decision needed to be made by John Schneider, not by other people, non-football people. It's like, what what do they know about football? And and that's a scary thing. And I think to to some extent. That decision was made by John Schneider. I mean, he's still there. Maybe. Yeah. He, he definitely Although I got input. I got a feeling it didn't really he he his voice was not the most important in the room. Just oh, no, from no everything way. we've gathered. No way. I mean, obviously the most important voice in the room was the de facto owner. She's not the owner, but you know, she's the, the chair, chairperson Jody Allen. Yeah. Jody Allen. And as I and you know, regardless of whether it was for the right reason, like, and I understand where Pete's coming from with, you know, the, the non-football, because who's going to have more knowledge about football, Pete or Jody Allen? <laughs> Pete, Pete's got a lot of football knowledge, obviously, but it wasn't, it as we've written and as we said, it wasn't being carried through to the team for whatever reason. I don't think he lost the team. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he lost not, the team. Not entirely, but he lost 
he lost enough players, which had enough effect exactly. on the rest of the team, I think. Exactly right. Exactly what I was going to say. Thank you so much for making it, making it more clear than I could have, Samuel Gold. So, yeah, he lost key players. Uh, my beer has less ABV. You're not even drinking beer if you ain't drinking at least 37%. I wonder what Dominic West is doing today. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Harbaugh out. Because he doesn't fit the system. Belichick out because he shouldn't fit anything. Because he's a, it's a farce that anyone thinks this guy's a head coach. It's like if he's bringing back Tom Brady 10 years ago, yeah, I'll hire him. Maybe he's coming with Tom Brady. Yeah. Well, there's no way that Belichick comes to Seattle for that reason that you just pointed out, reasons that you just pointed out. But also, yeah, how bad would it look if you fired Pete Carroll and brought in Bill Belichick? It'd be the second time that happened. And Carroll's, yeah. it just, I mean, yeah. yeah. Plus, why are you going to go with a, not that he's old or anything as far as human beings. We okay. now live to well into our hundreds, but he he's too old to start over a team with, with a young roster. Cause he's of still going to be there two or three years. You want to coach who theoretically has no end. Exactly. What would Pete Carroll's career, career look like if he had stayed in New England for a few more years and then Tom Brady arrived? Yeah, who would well, we be talking about as the greatest coach ever? Brady. Possibly. I mean, Possibly. I mean, we oh, they oh, they have to assume that they ended up with Brady anyway. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming that that would happen, and everything else played out as it did. Bledsoe gets injured. Brady steps in. Brady looks good. Blah 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 blah. I mean, it's not like they had tremendous insight. Oh, this guy. They took him in the sixth a, round. Yeah, and it's a good right, right. I just don't know if they would have taken him in the sixth round. I mean, it's that's uh, fantastical uh, you know, theory. But right. I mean, you know, also it's like. Um, Carol's personality doesn't isn't really a Boston type. It fit really well in Seattle, but Belichick's there's no way his personality fits in Seattle. No, I mean it's just two different two different things. Absolutely. I'm not even sure Harbaugh, uh, Harbaugh's personality. I think he my, uh, my feeling Harbaugh is could make that it work, but maybe I, I feel like his politics. He's not open about his politics, but he did have Colin Kaepernick for he didn't have to involved in a halftime. Uh, yes, so I, I get a feeling that Harbaugh's probably left leaning. Um, which would fit with Seattle, generally speaking, but I don't know Absolutely. if his personality. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I, the you know, before we get into our, the coaches who I think they should hire, right. um, the the group over uh, really is underwhelming, generally speaking. I mean, a lot of the people they, I mean, Raheem Morris is, you know, he's been a head coach. He probably is a good culture guy, but is he going to be a good head coach? We, we don't know that. I mean, you know, it's I mean, it's he's, odd how many of these guys have never been a head coach at any level. I, I agreed. Yeah, I pointed that out in one, one of some article I wrote that it was like, OK, they've been I can't remember which coach it was, but I mean, he's been in the league for even longer than Morris and he's never been a head yeah. coach. And it's like, I mean, like Eric Bieniemy just must have the he must give the worst interviews ever because, you know, if there is some yeah. discussion about one of his. Uh, the guy who used to be the Chiefs passing core offensive, uh, the passing coordinator in Kansas City. Now he's with somebody else. And somebody mentioned him as a potential um, head coach faster than Bianami. I'm like, why? What's going on? Yeah. I mean, Bianami did a decent job with the guy. He didn't have anything to work with. I mean, Sam, right. I, I, look, Sam Howell's a UNC guy. I hope he does really well. And he did better than expected. And I think a lot of that's yeah. from Bianami. But it's just weird that like he's not getting a sniff at a head coaching. And how many teams need head coaches now? There's like ten or eleven. It's ridiculous. 
it's like, it's like they oh well there's new candidates to fit the Rooney rule so now we don't have to talk to the enemy. Uh, it's bizarre. It's really bizarre. I, I agreed. Agree. Yeah. I mean that, and that's double damning, right? It's like you shouldn't yeah. have to interview him just because he's African American. Interview him right. because he's a good coach, which I, he left. He left Kansas City, and Kansas City's gotten worse offensively, right? But he left yeah. Kansas City to show he could d- do something elsewhere, and he went to Washington, one of the worst teams he could go to, and they turned out to be pretty decent offensively. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's just very strange. Yeah, um, I agree. He must interview terribly, which is like, okay, I kind of get it, but are you are you hiring someone to yeah, professionally you interview over and over? Are you, exactly. Or are you hiring someone to freaking coach? What can the guy do? Well, and to be you fair, the, the last company I actually worked for, I mean, I liked the company. I liked the people I worked with, mm-hmm. but that was so much more of an importance um, when, when someone got promoted as far as how did they interview versus what they had actually like done. That. And it's ridiculous. Like like, look, you can, you can see that I can do that. Not me specifically, but I mean, it happened a couple of times, right. but you can see that I've done, I can do the job. Yeah, and yet exactly. this person who has not shown they can do the job interviewed they gave a better in star format yeah. answer than i did and it's like oh okay well, it's like right. that's what do why you want? it makes no sense it's stupid yeah. you want someone who can do pub like and you had mentioned how uh schneider's interview was a little awkward compared to pete and it's like and pete's a fabulous public speaker schneider isn't and 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 you're not like i, I didn't take it like you're knocking you're not knocking schneider no, no, it's just no. an observation but people have knocked schneider because of that conference and it's, oh my god this guy's an idiot and blah 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 and it's like what were you listening to? It's like, first place, at no point can you listen to that interview. You think he doesn't know what he's talking about. Is it awkwardly phrased at times? Sure. It's like, but okay, the gist of what he's saying, there's a lot of substance there and it makes sense. Plus, are you going to pay attention to the interview or are you going to pay attention to the work? Yeah, it and makes plus, no he, sense. He was emotional. I think he was thrown off emotionally at the beginning. Absolutely, he was. He was. Emotional. Than I, than I thought he would be, and yeah. without really even going into detail, it was clear that you know, and it's clear there is effect to them, and it was clear that it affected. Why do you think it took so long for? It's like in a lot of situations, a lot of teams, he would have popped right up after Pete, because we've seen that. We've seen that. It's all with the Patriots, or at least the yeah. owner and Belichick. Yeah, you see that where okay, this guy goes out, this guy steps up, or it's the next day. It wasn't even the next it day. It was weird how he ended the interview or the press conference. He was just like, okay, I'm done. It was no like, thanks or goodbye. It was just like, he's out, done. Yeah. Um, which was a little, yeah, it was. He, he needed was, to throw uh, a little Brian Cranston in there. He needed to just drop <laughs> the mic. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was an awkward, yeah, but I, I agree with everything you're saying. It was an awkward press conference, but right. at the end of the day, who, who gives a shit, right? Yeah, and I don't like, care if he does a good press conference. I'm going to throw the, the team. Thing, the other yeah. side of that, obviously, is that he Pete Carroll has had control over roster moves, right? And John right. Schneider hasn't done that at least in fourteen seasons, fifteen exactly. off seasons. He's had a, he's been in the advisor for fourteen years. Yeah. So if he comes across like that, people aren't saying this, and they're just uh, confusing with how what he said and how he said what he said right. in the press conference versus like maybe you, there is some real concern over, okay, he didn't seem to be have clear, concise answers on some of those questions. Mm. And now he has the role that he hasn't had um, right. 15 off season. Is he actually capable of completing successfully 
the new role that he has as far as control that of is the a roster. valid concern. I'm not seeing anybody bring that. I mean, the critics of him. All the Matthew criticism Godinay is brought it up. He was uh, he wasn't <laughs> talking about the Seahawks. Actually, he wasn't even talking about football. He's talking about Mark Ruffalo for some reason. But. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Would Matthew McConaughey be an, an effective? Uh, would you rather have Matthew McConaughey as the general manager or the head coach, or do you want him to do the Harbaugh thing and he's just like the or the Carroll thing for that matter, and he's the Lord of of all? That's funny. He's actually good in uh, Marshall. We are Marshall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is very good. He's. Oh, uh, I think Ruffalo and Paul Giamatti are both nominated for best actor. He's quite a. He's quite a uh, actor. That young man. Yeah, no, I just mean yeah, those man. two guys being nominated for Best Actor. Maybe there's hope for movies after all. Maybe there is. Although, I, yeah, I haven't even seen the nominations, but we don't have time. We're not going to get into it. So they are as follows. There are 94 categories, and we'll go through this as quickly as we can. So just sit back. The only thing I want to know is, is Godzilla minus one, has it received any nominations? And I know it didn't receive a, no- receive a nomination for Best Film because they're too stupid to do that. But it really should have. Anyway, nominated for... VFX, I'm sure. Effects, I think. I feel like he got nomin- nominated for something else, but it definitely got nominated for effects. Yeah. And then the effects Best animated film. Consider- no, <laughs> considering, and I know you haven't seen it because you're not cool like I am, but... I just don't like lizards. I, <laughs> you're like my wife. It's really fun to say my wife again. Uh, she hates lizards. Like, literally, we were we visited uh, Vizcaya Gardens and, and Museum in Florida, and there's iguanas around occasionally. And there was a very large iguana there, which was about a, a large male, and they get orange when they're in season and uh, in spring when they're ready to, like, make sweet love. And uh, so this thing is perched on a, on a concrete wall because the place is full of concrete walls. And she thought it was statuary because there's lots of statues. And then it moved. I, hmm. She looked like Barry Sanders, bro. She moved <laughs> so fast. Like, That's funny. Where'd she go? I was like, oh, she's over there. She like almost teleported. She was like. <laughs> she wouldn't want to go hiking in the Smokies, I guess. No, she does not like lizards. And especially when they're over five feet long, she does not like them. So. Other than, well, you know, what kind of lizard we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, ooh, that 10%'s kicking in. I'm up to like 8% <laughs> alcohol right now. Anyway, so were we talking about Seahawks? Were we talking about lizards? Seahawks, or? we're talking about movies, talking about a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Anyway, so let's go back to the Seahawks. We'll, we'll, yeah. Oh, let's just go ahead and let's call, let's call about Ted. This. Let's call Ted and let's do a Nikki X and let's get this ball going. Anyway, so like 15 minutes left. Um, yeah, so uh, the one coach you would want the Seahawks to hire as the next head coach. That Who that, that, that that Lions guy. Do, 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 I want that Lions guy. That lion. guy who used to be a sprinter for Jamaica. Yeah, that Lions guy. Yeah. I want that Lions OC guy. I want that guy. I keep it's weird because I have three uh, computers going right now, and I keep on typing on the wrong keyboard and thinking <laughs> it's going to come up on the other screen, and I'm like. Why? <laughs> yeah, Ben Johnson, the sprinter, exactly. Um, you have to. Uh... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. Okay, obviously, they're on a hell of a playoff run. And it's not so much what they're doing is that the Niners are susceptible to occasional failure, which is nice because who, who the hell likes the Niners that's listening to this podcast? Um, the DC is doing a good job, too. No, no way around that. But uh, listen, there's a reason that the trade for Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff. Jared Goff, who I blanked out because I'm at an 8% blood alcohol level, <laughs> not 0. 0.88, uh, was not an even trade. There's a very 0. 0.8 good, would be high to you. Yeah, 0. 0.8 would be very high. Um, there's a reason that was not an even trade, right? There's a reason that. Well, I mean, and are you talking about now? Now it's not even. I mean, the Rams did win a Super Bowl with Stafford. Yeah, so. yeah, they did win a Super. Yeah, I mean, it was a good trade for both teams, obviously. But there's a reason that they had to get draft picks along with it, because it was not an even up trade at that point. At this point, who would you rather have? I mean, at this point, I mean, counting the age and the wear and tear, obviously, right? It's like, right, right. If they're the same age, it's like, of course, I'd still rather have Stafford. He's a better quarterback. But at this point, it's like, Goff is a project. Goff, Goff could have been, Goff was Carson Wentz. Literally. You know, I always feel like Goff. I feel like he got kind of a bad rap with the Rams too, though, because he wasn't really horrible. Um, no, but he I, wasn't. I, I feel like but, he well, has... but, but was he a championship quarterback? Which is what they wanted, right? That's why they made the move. Well, Stafford wasn't a championship and Staff- quarterback. And Stafford, Stafford wasn't either, right? Um, but Stafford gave them that extra edge that they felt Goff couldn't do. Yeah, those few extra interceptions every postseason. Um, yeah, I. Uh, and Ben Johnson has changed him. Enough as a sprinter yeah. has changed him enough into potentially a championship quarterback. I'm not saying he is a championship quarterback. As one website, and I can't remember what website it was, probably all of them, is like we have two very interesting conference championships, right? We have game manager versus game manager, game changer versus game changer. I mean, that's a simplification, obviously, but who are the game changers? Compared to the game managers, it's really obvious. You look at those. It's like you're not going to say Brock Purdy is a game changer. He can be, of course, and of course, so can Goff. But they fit that game manager mold, and I know quarterbacks hate that. I mean, hell, that's why Dangerous wound up in Denver, right? Because he didn't like that appellation, that consideration, that mold of being a game manager. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady was a game manager. There's nothing wrong with being a game manager. Okay, Tom Brady was a game, absolutely right. Tom Tom Brady was a game manager, the greatest game manager ever. I'm not saying the greatest quarterback ever, but the greatest game Montana. manager ever. Um, was Joe yeah, Montana? I, but with Joe Montana, I don't think, see, I don't think yeah, Joe Montana yeah, was a game I manager. So. I, I think he was. He managed Bill Walsh's offense. I, but I, mean, I, I, I think he had that little bit of extra... That like for instance Brady doesn't have I think I think I think he was in between Brady and Marino I think he had both of those because of his running ability I mean I think he could still do stuff but I mean that's yeah I I I hundred I mean the 49ers are the first ones to really script those first fifteen plays of every right, game right. right I mean right. I, I which is no offense to Joe Montana of fantastic hey yeah. if you give if there's a Super Bowl I'm taking Joe Montana over anybody else who ever played 
you know um he never lost i mean terry bradshaw yeah. never lost he he just right. he he didn't turn the ball over i mean he was just joe yeah. montana but was he, he the extra, best quarterback ever he had an extra level that a lot of quarterbacks just don't have um anyway confidence and, and re- right. being able to relax in the big moments exactly yeah i mean, and, I mean and people, that's people, true People would write about uh, Bill James, one of my favorite writers ever, the, the, not the 18th century, 19th century baseball player, but the 20th century and 21st century baseball writer. He talked about the, there's no such thing as clutchability because you can't find it in the records. And I was like, and yet we all know in real life there are people you can depend on in high stress situations. Absolutely. And so, of course, clutchability, just because you can't quantify it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, according, and, oh, um, Mike McDonald, by the way, I, I think that's yeah. who they should hire as their next. And I've I've heard like people say, oh, if you hire a defensive coach, then they have to hire an offensive coach, and then the offensive coach, if he does well enough, you know, he'll leave in a couple of years, and then well, of course like, he will. You hire, well, that's but the, the nature argument, of the game, <laughs> right? But the argument is true. But the argument, I agree with that, and that's kind of leading my, to my point. But uh, the I've heard that argument from many times over the last couple of weeks, right? Um, as far as, okay, if you, if you hire a defensive guy, then really you're going to have to hire like three because the offensive, and to me, it's like, that's not true. If you hire an offensive guy and the defense is good enough, that defensive guy is going to leave. It doesn't make sense. Exactly right. It's the same. No matter who you hire, if you hire a good DC or good OC, if they show out and it's like, oh, unless they're Eric, the enemy, I'm like, they're going to be a head coach someplace. That's, that's why you hired the guy. Because he proved himself. Like I love, I love the suggestion of McDonald. I love, and personally, I chose Ben Johnson, not the sprinter, or maybe the sprinter. Uh, a little speed coaching. We'll see if we can get uh, DK into sub nine. He's the HC. Bolts the wide receivers coach. <laughs> but and to me, that's the most fascinating thing about this hire. Even more so than just who they get is what direction they go in. Are they going to go with a defensive-minded head coach, or are they going to go with because that's what they've had for 14 years, or and and regardless of the results on the field the last few years, a brilliant defensive head coach. Yeah. Although his best quality, and and this is what it boils down to, and obviously John Schneider said this, it boils down to personality, the culture. That's what they're looking for. More so than even the X and O's, they're looking for the culture. I, and to me, yeah, of course X and O's count. It's like if X and O's didn't count, they wouldn't have moved on from Pete, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, he he built the culture, and the culture just has gone still. And But he still did it over 14 yeah. years. Most coaches don't get half right. that time, yeah. right? So the culture needs to stay the same, just needs to be reinvigorated. Which is one reason for hiring Dan Quinn. I mean, True. except or I don't, even Mike so, Vrabel for that for that matter. Except, except I don't want either one of those guys. But I wouldn't be upset if they're hired. I just think there's better choices out there. And if they're either one of those, see those guys, why they're not hired. going after Popovich? I mean, he's, he's been successful. <laughs> Uh, Steve Kerr would be another. Why not? You know, Popovich is a head coach and just give him two good coordinators. It's like Popovich probably could make it work. If anybody on the planet could make it work coming over from another sport entirely, I think Pop could make it work. It's actually an interesting article idea. 
Yeah, it is. If the if the Seahawks huh. someone three coaches should, from other someone sports. should do it, and then not you because you're writing eighteen thousand articles a day anyway. Um, Actually, it does sound like you. Something sounds like something you would do well with because yeah. you're you're that kind of person. You know, yeah, well, that stupid kind of person who get a stupid <laughs> idea and say, "Hey, five people read this and they all hate it." I like yeah. that idea. Well, speaking I mean. of uh, not smart, <laughs> which you are smart, but speaking of not smart, the Chicago <laughs> Bears decided to go with Shane Waldron as their what, OC. What happened? What, you know, because I've been thinking this, like, because people are talking, a few people, not a lot, probably like mm, 1.6% of the 12s. They're like, oh, like, are, are, the, are the coordinators going to stay? He's like, why would they stay? They're not going to stay, dude. It's like, don't be stupid. Uh, they, they wouldn't stay. I mean, Waldron, it oh. would make sense to. Unless you're like Ben Johnson, like if you were Mike McDaniel, why are you going to keep the OC that was there before, right? Right. But and if you're Ben Johnson, the same reasons, like right. it's your offense. But if if it's Shane Waldron, it's like he he didn't he wasn't so horrible that maybe. But uh, you know, and I also don't didn't get the question, and this probably happens a lot. But one of the questions posed to John Schneider was, you know, will you, will you have a say so over the offensive or defensive coordinators? And, and maybe he does, but to me, it's like roster moves personnel that's that's one thing although right. i'd want the input from my head coach but right. if i was a head coach i want to hire my own exactly <laughs> that doesn't make I, any I sense would, like I those are have... my guys i'm working with them more than the general manager is exactly to me as a gm he should have input he should say okay tell me why you want this guy convince me and that's it and unless he's completely wrong and he's stupid like he hires shane waldron as your oc in which case I would have vociferous disagreements about that. Um, yeah, I don't get that. They're like, hey, uh, Gio's black. I guess uh, this quarterback we got now is black. We'll, we'll just hire this guy. I don't. I just don't. That's the only only I have no unless because Gino can move around a little bit and Justin Fields can move around a lot more. They're different, completely different quarterbacks, right? I mean, Geno Smith is a yeah. lot better thrower than Justin Fields is. I don't yes. know why they hired Shane Waldron. It makes no sense at all. Maybe they're thinking, well, he can mold him into more of a drop back. But it's like. But he's been in the league for, what, three or four years now? But at this point, it's like. I know. I don't get He it. is who he is. Yeah. Exactly. And Shane Waldron is who he is, too. Mold gonna, him into, if you're going to try to mold him, try to make him more like Lamar Jackson, who will Shane be the Waldron MVP. Shane is going to get Justin Fields killed. Yeah. Because of the way he calls plays. He will. At least Gino is <laughs> Maybe that's what they want. To, maybe, maybe that's what they maybe. want. Well, they may, I, I mean, they could even theoretically not even have Justin Fields next year, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe that's what they're thinking. They're going to they're gonna move on from Fields. They're going to they're gonna draft a classic drop-back quarterback, in which case... Why do you want Shane Waldron? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I was like, you want to draft him? Well, as the I, oh, maybe this is it. The Bears are thinking, you know, we can't really run the ball. We might as well hire this guy. He's not going to run the ball anyway. I said, like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then that's another reason why going back to Ben Johnson is like the the Seahawks philosophy. And again, Schneider didn't say anything about staying with a philosophy. He said about staying with a culture. Two very different things. But if they want to stay with any part of the philosophy. Run, throw the deep ball. What do the Lions do? Yeah, they that's... run that hell out of the ball, and they can throw the deep ball because they have a well, they have a quarterback. Can't they? Their their quarterback is the new Vince Vince Carter or Vince whatever that guy's name was in the yeah, Bears they, in the seventies. Yeah, they do have Vince Carter, Vince Evans. Vince, uh, Vince so Evans. I don't can't believe I remembered his name, especially with my blood alcohol level now. I think it's Vince Carter would have been cool. Uh, I mean, he tall and athletic. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was. He was tall. We put him in fourth and one. He just leaps over the line. It's just no touchdown every time. No tush push needed. He need just no tush push. You don't need uh, Jason Kelsey taking his shirt off. And, uh, that was pretty funny. That was hilarious. He was he, he upstaged Taylor Swift. That's not was, easy to do. Fully, he was fully loaded with antifreeze. He was fine. He had, <laughs> it was funny how he drank that. He was a hoot. Um, I hope I hope he retires just because that'd be a great way to go out. You know? Absolutely. And He's I, also zero and seven against the Seahawks. Only yeah, he, he might as well. Teams he hasn't beaten. Nice stab. Nice dig. He might as well retire because it doesn't look like the Eagles are going to make changes they need to make. So it's like, dude, why well, they keep fired their DC and their OC? And did they get rid of the head coach who hired those guys to begin with? Like made the Super Bowl last year. That's the thing I don't. It's such a I I know you're not saying that, but it's such a knee-jerk reaction we have in the NFL nowadays. Oh, yeah. The guy just made the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And he made that – what was that team before Sirianni got there? I mean, Jalen Hurts was just like a – he wasn't Jalen Hurts. No, no, Sirianni showed something every good head coach should, which is I've got these parts. Now, they have a great defense and they had personnel, but I've got these parts. I need to mold them into something greater than themselves, which is exactly what he did. And, yeah, they dropped off this year. That happens. They Uh, bottomed out this year, which is bizarre. At the end of the year. It it is bizarre. But but you and it's just like people saying, oh, we shouldn't. And I know you're not saying this. And and I I don't think if Dan Quinn's the next head coach, fine. I think he was fine with the Falcons. I just don't know if he's that exciting, you know, of a of a coach. If if you're just bringing him in because he's keeping Pete Carroll's culture alive, that's the wrong reason because you need exactly new that is the wrong reason. And to but, me, but, that's oh, that's sorry, the worst no, reason just, to bring him. That's the worst reason to bring him in because it's like he's it got ties. I don't care if he's got ties to the Seahawks. So what? What can he do? Right. But the thing that bothers me most about the reaction to Quinn is like, oh, look what he did in the playoffs. One freaking game? Come on, people. I mean, look at his yeah. body of work. Again, I'm not saying he's the best head coach, but stop knee-jerk reacting to what you just saw happen. Were right. they? Did he not adjust in the playoffs? No, he did not against the Packers. Right. They were atrocious against the Packers. Right. The Packers have a young roster. That was one freaking game. Look how much better they are after Dan Quinn became the D.C. It's just like, and God, and, to, and to me, And to me, it's not one game. It's the body of work against good teams, which is, again, that's why the Seahawks wound up 98 out of the playoffs, because it's the body work against good teams. They True. didn't show up against good teams. Quinn's defense didn't show up against good teams. I mean, but, and sorry to interrupt, people who if are Sirianni complaining, gets fired, why keep Mike McDonald on his job? Yeah. They're going to do the same thing every year. They're not going to, they're not tough enough to beat the good teams. They're going to get slaughtered like against the, the Ravens. That's just the type of team he has. And they have to, obviously, they have to change that. You've talked about that before. People have talked about that. The people who are being accurate, they have to be a tougher team. Not necessarily more physical, but tougher. And they're not. They bottom out against the good teams. The Seahawks bottom out against the good teams. The Cowboys bottom out against the good teams. Which is why thankfully. I don't want Dan Quinn. Yeah, thankfully, because I hate the freaking Cowboys. If I hate, I probably hate the Cowboys more than I hate the freaking Niners. At least I respect the Niners. Um, I don't. Yeah, the weird thing is like it's almost like a 49er. You really want to just be a just an asshole because it's like they're not. I mean, they're <laughs> like they're good, right. but they're, it's like right. Exactly, I agree. They they're not. They don't have a a Belichick or you know yeah. Brady ended up looking differently when Buccaneers ain't didn't Patriots, but they yeah. and they don't have Jerry Jones. It's like. Yeah, I they're can't. almost like, man, they stink because they're in our division. But it's like if they right. weren't, it'd be like, 
okay, well, that's fine. I mean, they exactly. they have exactly. a bunch of nice guys on their team. They've got that really interesting story at quarterback. It's like, yeah, I don't hate the Niners. It's like I don't like them because they're in the d- division. They're rivals, but I respect the Niners. Uh, it, like, I can't say that about the Cowboys because they suck. Yeah. Still well, and but, yeah, the arrogance, the whole, and this goes that's back. That's what it boils down to. Are the, 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 the Niners ever proclaim themselves America's exactly. team? Exactly. And the, They're it, a this is because we're, times closer. we're old, right? Yeah. This is, and this is all, it's not they like if we were say in our, that. well, right, right. But if we were in our 20s, we'd be like, yeah, but we grew up with that. I'm like, I was a Steelers fan when I was a kid, when I was yeah. a young kid. Like, America's team kicked your ass all the time. It's like, give me a break. And literally, and I don't know uh, if you saw this, but literally one of the Roonies, not Art, but one of the successors said, it's like they were approached by the NFL. Like, hey. Andy uh, Rooney? It was Andy Rooney. <laughs> you know, that really bothers me. I was like, he said that they were approached by the NFL. It's like, hey, we want to give you this appellation. We want to call you the America's team. And they said, Pittsburgh's team. Not America's team. Get out of here. And so they went to the Cowboys, and of course they jumped on it because they're yeah. sluts for attention. <clears throat> and and oh, because they hated posted... Washington, right? Yeah. I mean the the right, right, all right. the Redskins, but that was the th- that's why right. that's why Dallas yeah. is in Dallas and Washington's in Washington is because and, and of... as as someone brilliant posted, it's like the Lions went 0 and 16 in this century, and they still are f- more accomplished in the playoffs than the Cowboys. <laughs> it's like. Who's America's yeah. team? And they haven't won a Super Bowl either. in 30 years. Yeah. It's not, Think it's, about that. It's there, there's insane. no America's team. There is no, no. America's team. That's so stupid. And there shouldn't be. No, there shouldn't be. There shouldn't Why does be. The NFL certainly doesn't want until, that. They want parity until, now. until American football winds up in the Olympics, there's no American team. And there never will be because that's comical. The rest of the country or the rest of the globe doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And they have that right. Right. Why should they? Like football. Oh. It's American football, um, which I mentioned to my yeah, American football. My wife is like, "What would you think if Toronto got an NFL?" And she was like, eh. "She doesn't really care about the NFL anyway, because like, you know, she's a she's a, a basketball fan. She follows, she loves the Raptors. She's very upset about that uh, trade they made, by the way." And I pointed out, "It's like, yeah, you know, like they got two good draft picks next this come this right this Kawhi season." Leonard trade that was like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not upset about that one anymore. Anyway, um, Mar Rosen's no longer with it. Um, so <laughs> I, Vice uh, Kahima, that's the guy that they try. They. Uh, I'm sorry, is that Nikki Haley's birth name? Yeah, yeah. It's like as my wife and uh, my father-in-law Your wife said, is Nikki Haley. Oh. No, thank God. As she said, she's the she's the whitest brown girl that has ever lived. And oh, and she wants to stay that way, right? Oh yeah, clearly. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's like now, oh, all of a sudden. And again, her problem is it affects every candidate. This is still the Seahawks podcast, by the way. Yeah, it's about to end. But she has to appeal to the Republican base, which doesn't like anybody that don't look like them. So she does her best to disavow any connection whatsoever to anybody who's not a redneck. So it's Nikki. You know, it's like there's 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 no contact with her. And then she has to pivot completely if she met, somehow laughably managed to win the nomination, which she won't because the base is brain dead there. And yeah, they're too stupid to realize if Nikki Haley, even if she didn't win the presidency, they might actually pick up seats because Trump right. is not the, the candidate yeah. for the party. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, and then she would have to pivot and disavow everything she said in the run-up just to win the, the primary, which is a problem for every candidate, but it's a gigantic problem for that base. And it's like, it's it's so pathetic. She's an awful, awful candidate for that reason. And I would say she's an awful person because she kind of is, but then you compare her to the only person left. Right. It's like, oh my God. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. Last I know... She's not defrauded millions of people. She's not raped people. Uh, you know, a few things she hasn't done. So that's uh, well, I mean, we're not going to get into politics any more than we already have. But it's just too late. But we were talking <laughs> about this. I mean, we literally have like two minutes left. But yeah, it's yeah. um, it, I was having this discussion last night and just talking about how the stuff Trump has done, like even 20 years ago. One of those things would have been enough to be like, no, no, he's just gone. It's like John Edwards. What did John Edwards even do now? Right. And right. it's like, but Trump. It's comical, isn't it? It's he comical. really was it's found guilty comical. in civil court of raping someone. And it's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, what is wrong yeah. with us? Or not yeah. us. I guess you're no longer one of us. I'm not. But I always will be. I'll be lurking in the shadows of the hat of the United States. And it's a quite, it's a quite voluminous hat. And that uh, it holds multitudes like <laughs> demons. Uh, as far as the Seahawks go, I would love to have McDonald come in. I would love to have Johnson come in. You want some McDonald's? In. They don't have McDonald's in Canada? Oh, my God. McDonald's. Like, want some Tim Hortons to come they have, in? They have, they have too many McDonald's up here. Like, meaning they have more than one. Um, yeah. McDonald's is Poutine. poutine. I, I, I should stop at McDonald's just to see if they have poutine. I wonder if they do. I don't know if they do or not. I wouldn't get it. I would just like walk in and see if they have it, and then I would leave. Because why would you not get it at McDonald's? I mean, billion by the way, served. by the way, have okay. you have you have you seen Wonka yet? I I have not. Okay, you need to go see Wonka. And when they say the word poor, you'll know how I feel about McDonald's. Poor. Poor. When they say like, the word poor. The poor. Poor, like people who are less rich than you, the poor, not like poor. That's beverage, not possible. <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs> Why are you the worst? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.